Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Friends in podcast land and welcome to episode 165 of There's Still Time, the AFTN podcast. I'm your host Michael McCall and I don't know about you but I think I'm going to have a semi on Saturday afternoon. Yes, the USL playoffs are hitting town for the first time. WFC 2 in their first ever playoff campaign in their second season in the league. And this Saturday at Thunderbird Stadium, they're hosting their first ever home playoff game. And to celebrate, we're bringing you a special USL edition of the podcast. Now, it's going to be something of a dry twig. In other words, it's going to be short and snappy. It's going to bring you three interviews that we've done during the week, just to whet your appetite for the playoffs to come. Now, you're going to have read some of the the stuff on the website, but we thought we'd just bring you the full interviews, just for those that don't read AFTN... And we've got a lot more folk that, that do listen to the podcast that then read the website. So we just thought we'd bring this out just to get everyone all amped up for the, the game at the weekend against OKC Energy. Now the Caps head into this in a little bit of form. They've won their last two games. The, the win on Friday night down in Colorado Springs was a fantastic team performance. One of the best team performances of this season. Heading into the game, the sixth seeded Caps were the underdogs. Even more so when the switchbacks took the lead just seven minutes in. Ten minutes later though, Captain Kyle Gregg brings the Caps back level. Then the winning goal comes just after the half hour mark from Kian's Froze. Remember him? Great low drilled shot, bottom corner, 2-1 Caps. And they held on superbly for the rest of the game. Coming away with a historic win and hosting OKC Energy now in the Western Conference semi-final. OKC are seventh seeds. And the Whitecats beat them 2-1 just a couple of weeks ago, actually, up at Langley in their, their last home game of the regular season. Actually, the last game of the regular season. And it was good to finish that season with a win. Definitely set them up for a bit of momentum. Winning Colorado Springs has definitely done that even more. And they're heading into this game full of confidence. So the first interview we're going to bring you is with Alan Koch, head coach of WFC2. This is from the Caps training on Tuesday. You're going to hear questions from myself, Mark Daly and Farhan Devi from the Whitecaps website. As we ask Alan just about that historic win in Colorado Springs, how the team's preparing for this weekend's game and what we can expect. Here's Alan Koch. And we call this land South Africa The Cape of Hope to the Northern Star From the Hope and Peace 
touch on the development of the team um, from we looked at the, the box score for the, the first very first game Brett Jackson Chris are the only kind of guys still really in the mix that, that played in that first game how have you seen the last two years the transformation from that first game to where the team is now pushing for a championship uh, it's always been a significant step in the right direction uh, we we got into the I got into this job quite late uh, and didn't really have much time to prepare for the first season. And I think it showed uh, that first game uh, last year, our, our group of players, uh, our team, we weren't ready to play. Uh, and I think we, we got better as the season got along, went along. Uh, we managed to, to win a few games, but I think we finished where we deserved to finish. We did a lot of reflection at the end of the season. Obviously had to make some player moves and had to move some players on and, and bring some players in. Uh, I think we, we got the balance right this year with our group of players. We obviously have a focus on developing and playing young guys, but having a couple, we call them the older guys, they're not really that old, uh, come in, gave us the balance, a little bit of experience to allow the young players to, to show what they can do, uh, but also set those older guys up for success. And the guys gelled together. They've, they've come together as a group. Uh, I think we have a great chemistry uh, within our daily environment when we come to work there there is a great positive environment that we've created uh, and I give the players credit they've embraced it uh, and grown and obviously having a great start this season like we did gives everybody a lot of confidence and belief um, we dealt with adversity in the middle and towards the end of the season but thankfully we've we've learned a lot from that and we've bounced back and we're heading in the right direction. Alan, it's been a couple of days since the, the match down in Colorado. Uh, your thoughts, uh, maybe now that you've had a time to go back and look at the film and just evaluate the 2-1 the victory? Uh, obviously a great, great victory. Uh, tough place to go play, playing at altitude, playing against a good team like Colorado Springs that have a lot of experience uh, in their group. They haven't lost many games there at all uh, in the last two years. So we're very happy, obviously, with the result. Happy with the performance, too. Uh, it wasn't perfect by any means. I think in possession, we, we didn't always make the right decision. Uh, but in the playoffs, if you can get through a game like that and you weren't at your complete best and still win, I think that's a huge positive. Uh, and it gives us something that we can build on. The guys feel confident, they'll feel good about themselves. Uh, and we're excited now to play the next game. So you went down early in the fifth minute, uh, conceding a goal to Colorado. Was there any concern at that point that maybe things might not go your way? Were you happy with the way that the team reacted? I know we always talk about this being development and development opportunities for our guys who want better opportunity to test our players uh, as to their resolve and, and they, can they deal with this type of environment by going down on the road in a pro playoff game. Uh, I literally had a thought there, I was like, okay, we're going to either show that we can do it now or, oh my God, what's going to happen type of deal. Uh, and give the players credit, they didn't panic. Um, scoring a goal pretty quickly after we went down, obviously steadies the ship a little bit and the guys took confidence from that, confidence from that and, and built on it as the game went along. We also defended a one-goal lead for a very long time afterwards. Uh, how do you think that uh, they, they performed there? Was there any concern that maybe Colorado might uh, pull back? Yeah, definitely, because they're a good team. Uh, and if you look at how they've played at home, they've scored late goals in a lot of their games. Um, so that's obviously a concern. I thought we created enough opportunities to, to get the next one. And when you don't get the next one, you always leave yourself exposed. Uh, Carl obviously had a great shot. Keep made a great save. I think it was about 10 minutes to go. Kian's obviously had a good chance too, and Keeper made a good save there, there too. But anytime you only have a one nothing lead, particularly on the road, it is a little bit concerning. But give the guys credit. They, they showed the character to weather the storm and manage the game very, very well. Uh, and obviously we're ecstatic to get the result. 
the results in the first round of the USL playoffs in the Western Conference have been kind of interesting. Of course, you're going to take it one match at a time, but it's fairly favorable, the bracket, considering most of the teams that you know and, and play had some good results against uh, this year. Oklahoma City, you beat just a couple of weeks ago out at uh, McLeod Athletic Park. What do you expect to see from them on Saturday afternoon? I think the one thing we know now is to expect the unexpected. Uh, I think teams that were seeded one, two, three, uh, last week we probably asked the, the questions, oh, do you feel confident you're playing at home, you're, you've got a great seating, all that type of jazz. I think that's all been thrown out the window now. Um, so we know we go one game at a time, of course, uh, and we're ready to expect the unexpected, like, like, like I said. Uh, there's no favorites going to this game. Whether we play at home or away, uh, the fact that we've played them before and beaten them, it means absolutely nothing um, because that first week of the playoffs showed us that anything can happen and, and it will happen. I was going to ask you about that because like, you headed into Colorado and they were the favourites really for, for that one. You are kind of, whether you say so or not, you are going to be the favourites for this one in a lot of people's eyes. How do you keep the squad focused? Because you beat them a couple of weeks ago where they're going to think, we've got this in the bag. Do they look at past that? How do you stop that happening? Well, today was a great uh, snapshot of what we need to do because our training session today wasn't uh, at the high level that we expected to be. Uh, and we let the players know that. And it's given us a jolt early in the week, which will bring us back down to earth and humble us a little bit. Uh, and we know we've got to get ourselves ready to play a, a tough opposition on, on Saturday. Um, so we'll build towards it. We're, we're not the favourites by, by any means, no matter what people think. Uh, I think it's a 50-50 game. Jimmy's got a great, great squad. They've done well to get themselves uh, to where they are, and we've done well to get ourselves where we are right now. So we're excited to just embrace another challenge. Um, and we'll put our best foot forward. We have a lot of confidence and belief in our group of players, and we're excited to play the game. You mentioned about experience coming in. Brett mentioned as well, specifically about Kyle coming in. What has he meant to this group in the playoffs, a guy that's, that's had the experience already? Well, before Friday night, he was the only player in our group that had any uh, professional playoff experience. Uh, you go goal down, the guy that has that experience goes and scores the goal to get you right back into it. So uh, we obviously use his experience, and we're lucky to have his experience. Uh, the good thing for us now as a group is every player has played uh, in a professional playoff game, uh, and they've got that confidence and that belief now in themselves too. Um, so we'll use that um, to grow and get ourselves ready for the next game. But uh, no, we're lucky to have Kyle's experience, but I'm glad everybody else that's played now also has a playoff experience behind them. What's it been like for you watching uh, Brett and Alfonso's kind of progression to the first team? It must be, I assume it's pretty gratifying for you and, and this team. Yeah, I think it's just as gratifying as winning a big game. You know, obviously, we're here to develop players and to see guys like Alfonso and like Brett come along. Um, Alfonso this year, Brett over the last two years, and, and see them get rewarded with an MLS contract and the opportunities that Robbo's given them is great. Uh, it kind of motivates and energizes the, the rest of the group, not just the players, the coaches too, because we, ha we know we have other players in our group too that are obviously pushing and, and knocking on Robbo's door, and uh, we're hopeful they'll get those opportunities too. Even though they have MLS contracts now, it seems that they're both you know, still embracing this team and happy to be here. Is, is that what you've seen as well? Yeah, definitely. They're both humble guys. They're, they're both a big part of this group. Uh, they're part of the club. Uh, the nice thing with both of them and the other guys in the group is if you play for the first team, you play for us. Even some of the young guys that go play for, for the U18s, uh, they realize the value of what the club has in, in place uh, and they're fully embracing it.
So Alan there in confident mood, but also warning his side that they can't be too complacent. And they definitely can't. Even though we got the win against OKC just two weeks ago, when it comes to playoffs, everything's off the table, everything's out the window, it's a whole new ball game. And OKC are going to come in with the attitude that the Whitecaps had down in Colorado Springs. They know that they're coming in as the underdog. Despite what Alan said there, the Whitecaps are definitely the favourites for this one. To get through it, the Caps are definitely going to have to put in a top team performance again. And I think we could expect much of the same team, I think, that, that we saw on Friday night. With the addition of Alfonso Davies. Alfonso, Keans Froze, Cole Seiler and Brett Levi's are training the whole week with the, the USL team. Just to get a little bit of team chemistry going, a bit of bonding. Really pleased to see that. What's been happening for most of the year is the MLS guys train up with the MLS team during the week get released for the game. Sometimes Alan gets them the day before the game, sometimes he just doesn't get them until the, the actual day of the game. With that and all the coming and going, chopping and changing, it's been a little bit hard to get some team chemistry going, especially in the second half of the season, when a lot of guys, Cole Seller in particular, was heavily involved with the first team squad. But this week, with the MLS playoffs completely gone, MLS season over now, very little to play for except pride there, but we'll cover that another day. The focus is firmly on the USL playoffs and making sure that Alan and the team and everyone involved is as best prepared as possible. And one of those MLS players that, that's with Whitecaps 2 for the whole week is Brett Levi. And Brett, of course, earned himself his MLS contract with his excellent performances for the USL side this season and last season. Transforming from midfielder to defender, it's been a fantastic season for the Saskatchewan native. So we've got a chance to catch up with Brett this week at training. Just to ask him about that win in Colorado Springs, the season that he's had so far, and just, of course, looking ahead to this game against OKC Energy. Here's Brett. mentioned this before but how, how much has WFC2 kind of helped you get to where you are today in your in your career? It's helped a lot um, you know this is obviously my it was my second year in, in the USL and it was just another step in, in my career coming through the CIS but um, it, it's here for a reason and it and it it shows you know with Alfonso and then me it's it's, it's a stepping stone to the MLS and it's a bridge you know I, I believe it was a little bit harder um, a few years past when, when they didn't have the USL, you know, you kind of got to that U18 residency and it was either, okay, do we, you know, do, do you make the jump? And, and the gap was, was quite big, but this, you know, this has helped a lot and, and hopefully more players move on. You mentioned uh, you and Alfonso. How proud are you to be, you know, two of the first players to sign an MLS contract from WFC2? Very proud. Yeah, um, I, I was here playing with the, the PDL squad in, in the U23s, you know, and like I said, we didn't have the... The, the USL, so it was kind of do or die at that point, and then the USL got implemented and, and, and joined that, and it's just the last two years have been amazing, and I'm extremely proud to be a part of that kind of history. For you in particular, too, do you think it was even more beneficial because you were learning a new position with, at left back? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if, if there was no USL and I did happen to go into preseason and, and sign with the first team right away, and, you know, to, to get games like that in the MLS or in the Champions League, you know, would have been... Uh, I feel like a little bit tougher to learn that that position, um, but again, it's it's that bridge bridge between and whether new position or not, it definitely helps you to um, gain confidence and gain experience at the professional level. 
So even after you signed your MLS contract, you've seemed very open to playing with these with these guys. Is that, is that fair to say? And if so, why, why is that? I love this team. You know, I, I still consider this, you know, bo- both of them my team. You know, I, I'll play wherever I, I get an opportunity to play, I'll play. And, and like I said, I, I've been with this team for two years and a lot of the a lot of the same guys. So you build, build good relationships with them. And we, we've done so well and we have such a good chemistry and, and, and the team, the atmosphere, you know, there, there's no clicks or anything. We're, we're just we're one big team. And, um, you know, I think that's helped a lot. And, and I, I hope we can continue that in the playoffs. I was looking at the, the very first game that the team played. You look at the box score and like who was playing in that game, and you're one of the few guys that's been there the whole way through. Jackson and, and Chris as well. But like you started that first game. From what you remember from that very very first game to how the team is now, how have you seen the team transform in the last two years? Again, I'll, I'll talk about Kyle. I think he's helped our our team um, exponentially. You know, coming in with the the few years of experience he had with the USL and. And you know, bringing all our all, all the players up in, in big games. You know, going down to OC was not you know for a first game away, especially the way we did last year. Um, you know, it was it was quite the feat, and you know, we just gave it everything. I don't know. I think we, you know, if you look at the stats, you would have thought OC would have won, but we you know we gave it everything. We came together, and we had you know such a good first half of the season. Um, the second half obviously had its ups and downs, but that's because of the a lot to do with the the movement with the first team in Champions League and so forth, but. Um, yeah, it, it's it's been awesome so far. From where the team is now to even say a year ago, what do you think's been the biggest improvements, or what's been behind the, the turnaround so much? I would just say experience. Um, you know, I, I keep saying that, but it's true. You know, you 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 start to learn more about the league, more about the players um, that, that you're playing against, the teams you're playing against, and you 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 gain that confidence, um, and, and that mixed with the experience, I think, just you know builds and and continues to help. What have you? I know you've not been trained with the first team that long, but like, what have you learned so far? Like, what's the differences moving up to that level? It's just a lot, a lot quicker. Um, not so much maybe ball speed, but how quick you have to think of maybe your next pass, your next shot, your next whatever the case may be. Um, you just have to be that little step quicker. And you know, the more I train with the first team, the you know, the better I'm getting at these one and two touch games and, and, and the speed of play. Obviously, like the goal of WF2 isn't, isn't necessarily to win a championship or anything like that, but I assume you know that means a lot to the players. Like, what, what would it mean to you guys to kind of go on a, a little bit of a run here? Oh, it, it would mean everything. Uh, again, we're you know this team is like a family, and, and and we're all together on this. So if we could make that push, and I, I think we, you know, whether it's the way other results have gone in in the in the past week or so, you know, I think we we've set ourselves up, and we have a really good opportunity to make it to the final and and even win the whole thing. I think that would be awesome for the club and and again with this group of guys I would you know it, it would be amazing. Brett it was a big win on the road in uh, Colorado last week it's obviously the playoffs in USL is a new experience uh, for everybody on the team what did you guys take away from that match? Colorado is always a very very tough place to play not only the elevation but the team itself you know they're a very experienced team they're they're, they're a big group of guys so you know, after that game, you know, we we kind of sat back and you know, once that whistle blew in the the 93rd minute or whatever it was, we kind of said, you know, if we can go to Colorado and win, we can we can beat any team in this league, and, and that's you know that's our mentality, and we're going to continue working towards that, and and hopefully um, make a push for the final. And like I said, we we can definitely do that. You guys went down early in the match in the fifth minute uh, uh, to Colorado. Was there any concern amongst the players that? When you go down so early on the road in the playoffs, that maybe it was going to be a bit of a, a tough way to get back into that match. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know, it was 
there was a little bit of a different, I'll use the word vibe, um, in, in that game, you know, speaking to the players after, you know, the second half of the season, we had a lot of our, um, you know, slumps and we, we let go of games late late in the game and teams would go up and, and people would start to, you know, slouch and, and question yourselves. But I think in that game, you know, speaking to the guys after, it was, it was more, you know, the mentality throughout the first half of the season where you go down a goal and we weren't concerned at all we were you know we were gonna win that game you know bottom line so uh, I feel like we had that and if we continue that mentality I think we're gonna be fine. Do you think that the the team's back in the groove after suffering a bit of some well unfavorable results maybe not playing your best over the last couple of months? Absolutely like I said Colorado is, is such a tough place to play and it's you know it's a playoff game and we won it and and we made history at this club so I think we you know players are confident and I think that's a good thing going into this this home game. I know you have to take it one game at a time but you must be liking the, the look of the brackets uh, for the playoff picture on the, the, the Western Conference side of things. Yeah absolutely um, one two and three are out but again uh, OKC is not not an easy team at all you know we're not going to go into this thinking you know they were they were seated below us, and, and we just beat them at home, you know, a couple weeks ago. So we're going to go in um, with every intention of, of playing as best we can and working as hard as we can and winning the game. What are your memories of when you first kind of got, when you first joined the club on that trial? I think it was 2013, 2014. How did yeah. that all come about? The Highlanders is where I played in Victoria. Okay, so yeah. he, he kind of yeah. set that all up, and yeah. um, it, it, at that time I was playing as a number 10. Um, yeah. And I had a really kind of my breakout year in the PDL. I, I had never played in that league before, but that was kind of the transition from CIS. Um, and I kind of had a breakout year, and then I think Martin Rennie was the coach at the time, yeah. and he brought me over on a 10-day on a trial. And um, that's when I kind of, you know, a lot, not a lot, but a few of these guys that are here now were there at the time. So I, yeah. I got to know them a little bit, Kakuta, Russell, yeah. Eric, and stuff. And then... Um, the next three years prior, you know, I was brought in after PDL to train with them, and then I was brought in last year um, into preseason, and then obviously switched to left back, and then yeah. here I am now. So, cool. So, Brett Levi there. It's just so great to see how well he's done. He's a guy that you really root for, super nice guy, very talented player. I mean, I remember watching him when the Highlanders came to play PDL games at Thunderbird Stadium, and you're thinking, this this guy's got some talent. And then, of course, he joined the Whitecaps PDL team the season after that, and you, you knew he had something. Rob always says he's going to give the young players an opportunity, but then once he gives them it, it's up to them to take it. And Brett is the perfect example of a guy that you can hold up and say, look, he was given his opportunity, he grabbed it with both hands, and there's no looking back. And there's no ego involved in Brett. And he knows that he has to continually impress now to break through to the first team, get those MLS minutes. It's a guy that you can see doing just that. For me, he's gone ahead of Sam Adekugbe a little bit in the pecking order for, for right back. And I'd much rather see him get minutes in the MLS team than Marcel de Jong. So Brett and Alphonse have been the two success stories that had their USL contracts and, and then got their MLS contracts. Alphonse, of course, is a slightly different case scenario altogether. But there's been other guys from the USL team that spent time with the first team. Sem DeWitt, Spencer Ritchie involved in the CONCACAF Champions League squads and, of course, Kyle Gregg as well. Involved in those Champions League games, also the Crystal Palace friendly. Kyle's a guy that Robo wants to have a, a closer look at this pre-season. And Kyle's had an excellent season. Fantastic first half of the season, 10 goals in his first 12 games. And then, for whatever reason, which we'll, we'll come about in a sec when we chat to him, 
It just it wasn't happening for him, it wasn't clicking with him. He'd built up an excellent relationship with Daniel Haber to start the year, and then it kind of went a little bit cold. Was it that defences worked him out? Was it other reasons? Well, we asked Kyle about that and a few other things as well. How he's found his time with the first team, that win, of course, in Colorado Springs. Got to keep coming back to that. And, of course, what we can expect when his old club come to town, a game that always has him fired up. And he still has, like, a lot of friends and happy memories from the seasons that he spent at OKC Energy. Here's Kyle Gregg. First thing I ask you then, I guess, as the, as the old man of the team, um, what did you? What was your message to the guys going into Friday's game? You're the only one that had experience playing in a playoff. What did you tell them? And as a captain, what did you do to lift them once you went down to such an early goal? Yeah, I think um, from my experience, I think any, and you guys have seen it before in the articles that have come out. That you know, we've said any team can beat any team, and, and everybody knows that at most levels, any team can beat any team. And, on any given day, and so that's kind of what I reiterated to the guys. That you know, you know, we play at our best. There's no, like, there's no nothing to fear in this. You know, we can get a victory out of this. And it, Colorado was a tough place to play. I don't think many teams won there during the season, and we knew that we got a point there. So I said, hey guys, you know, if we play at our best, we're we're better than these guys. And um, and then going down early was kind of tough, but. I think just looking around, I, none of our heads dropped or anything like that, and I just said, "Hey, we need to we need to have a reaction from this." And I think we had a reaction. You know, I think ten minutes later, when I got a fortunate you know ball that popped out to me in the box, and you know, and that kind of set the tone for the rest of the half. And I think Keon's picked up a goal, and our defense was solid. So I mean, I think it was a good team performance. The goal that you got, obviously, like started the season on fire, mm-hmm. and it's ten goals in the first twelve games, and then you had that kind of lapse. Yeah. What was behind that in your mind? And was it important for you to get this goal now to kind of get back on the right track? Yeah, I think um, obviously I, I would have wanted to score a lot more goals in that stretch. And I think we dropped a lot of games as well in that period of time. And I, so I put a lot of pressure on myself that, you know, when I score, we're very likely, it's very likely that we're going to get a result, you know, some points at least. And so um, I did pick up a little bit of an injury throughout that time as well that I've been nursing. I was an ankle thing that I picked up in Oklahoma City the first time so that was something that was frustrating for me I don't know if it was um, physical or you know a mental side of things knowing that you know I was kind of playing not at exactly 100% but again there's no excuses you know I was on the field and uh, given my all and I had plenty of opportunities but um, it, it definitely was big for me a big confidence booster to be able to get that goal in the playoff game to really you know put my stamp and say I'm, I'm still here I'm still here and uh, so Brett's talked about it when we spoke to him just now. Alan's talked about it as well. Like having bringing you in this year, the turnaround in the team. Obviously, you weren't here last year, but you've, you know what the turnaround's been. Yeah. What, what do you what do you put it down to in particular that's made the team so good this year and just clicked so well? I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of young faces on this team, obviously, and you know I'm young in my eyes still, of course, and I think <laughs> yeah. that we're all like we all share that hunger. Of, for something more and uh, you know whether that's you know here or whether that's somewhere else I think we all you know kind of come together as a hungry team and a team that you know wants to make ourselves as best as we can and you know see how far this team can go and I think we've done a, a good job you know getting past that first round. 
So Kyle, uh, Brett and Alfonso obviously have gotten contracts with the MLS team. Right. Yourself and Sam and some of the other guys have had a chance to train, play in some uh, CCL matches. How have those experiences helped benefit what you guys are doing here at uh, WFC2? And uh, how does that uh, benefit uh, just preparation for the, the playoffs? Yeah, I think um, it's been a really good experience for you know some of us guys to be able to go up there and train and then get some minutes in some games as well, like the Crystal Palace game and the CONCACAF games. Um, I think it's given us a lot of confidence, and, and our teammates can see that you know some of us are getting those opportunities, and they think you know if I keep you know, succeeding that we're going to get some other guys will get the opportunities as well. So I think us you know kind of going up, having a good experience, and gaining confidence, and kind of bringing that back, and you know making that confidence contagious within the group. So uh, this weekend we have uh, Oklahoma City coming to town. That's your former team. You just played them a couple of weeks ago. You're coming off a, a come-from-behind win in a tough place to, to play in Colorado. What are you expecting and how are you preparing to go in uh, uh, this game against your, your former team? Yeah, I think that in this game that we're going to need to perform the way we performed a couple of weeks ago and you know really just have a lot of confidence. And I think that was probably one of the biggest team wins that we've had all season was when we beat Oklahoma City, uh, I think, two weeks ago from tomorrow. And... Uh, I think, uh, you know, we really just need to focus on putting we before me. And, you know, there's a lot of times in this in this team that sometimes, you know, you're thinking I got to look out for myself. And I think that's we, none of us can do that because we're only going to achieve our individual goals by achieving the team goals and pushing as far as we can. So I think uh, that's a huge point for us to be able to uh, really <clears throat> emphasize that we want to come together as a team and know that, you know, if we if we're helping each other out, then we're going to, you know, have success on the field. So the first half of the year, you guys did, did very well. You're right up at the top of the USL standings in the Western Conference. And then throughout the summer, you struggled a little bit. But you sort of turned it around with the last couple of games in the season. Well, maybe not the Portland match, but definitely uh, the last game against Oklahoma in the playoffs. Do you think that this team is getting back to the form when you guys were so successful earlier in the spring? I hope so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's tough. It's tough uh, when we start off so hot because then, you know, we expect from ourselves that we need to get the results that we were getting in the first, you know, third to half of the season. And um, so, but we can't push, put pressure on ourselves. And I know that, um, you know, things like fatigue and guys coming in and out and injuries that uh, people are getting toward the middle of the season, you know, kind of hinder consistency at some points. And we also put, you know, a target on our backs uh, individually and as a, as a team saying this is the team to beat right now. Uh, whether I, earlier in the season we kind of were the underdogs maybe because last year the team didn't do so well. So I think... Uh, I think that we've, you know, kind of learned from both those phases of the season and toward the end of the season I think we've I mean, I think we've turned it around and you know really have uh, some good momentum going into this next playoff game. But when you look at the experiences that you've had so far with the first team, the game against Central as well like the chance that you had to score, did you play that in your mind? Oh, as yeah. to, oh I should have done that different? Or? Yeah, I think for the rest of that night I was definitely thinking about it, but luckily we had our playoff game two, two days later, so I was um, more focused on that uh, the next day. But yeah, you know, I, I'm always critical of myself, you know, what I could have done in, in certain scenarios to, you know, have more success. So that was one that I uh, lingered on for the rest of that night. What difference have you noticed with training with the first team? Like from what you've experienced at OKC and what you've had here, what's the biggest differences? <clears throat> Brett said it was like speed in particular. Yeah, I think you know the decision making from all the players is a little bit quicker. Um, technical ability is a little bit quicker. I think everything kind of all around the board, you know, technique, speed of play, uh, decision making is all a little bit quicker. But you know, I think some of us guys, you know, fit right in when we go when we go up there, and you know, so I think it's good. With the way that the bracket's gone, top three seeds out in the West. 
Is it hard not to look ahead as to what might be on the horizon? Yeah, I could see it. You know, <clears throat> it, it's tough to to look and, and see that. You know, okay, well, if we win and you know OC Blues wins, and we could you know we could host the Western Conference Final. But those are things that we see. But you can't you can't focus on you know the game past the one that's in front of us. So, I mean, I think our our full focus is Saturday afternoon and you know getting that result. It's great. Thanks so much. Thank you, and good luck. Yeah. Cal Greg there, and it's great to see him back on form. Scored goals in the last couple of games and definitely has his eye in. Going to be a key, key player for the Whitecaps on Saturday. Pretty much a full-strength Whitecaps two-team that you're going to see out there. Marco Bustos is the only omission from last Friday's game. He's away with the Canadian national team. For me, it would have been far better development and far better for him to be involved in a Western Conference semi-final than some kind of stupid game against Mauritania, but there we go. I'm not Canadian, maybe I'm just being a little bit harsh there. Ben McHenry is the only other guy that's really missing out. Ben unfortunately suffered another knee injury, different knee thankfully, in the last Champions League game against Central FC there, so that's him out for the rest of the season. But that aside, it's going to be a, a pretty strong team. And like we say, Kyle's going to be a key component to that. And as Alan and Brett said there, he's been so pivotal, really, to the, the Whitecaps' success this season. The experience he's brought, the great example he sets, he's been the perfect guy to, to bring in as that veteran. And hopefully he takes a chance and, and gets that MLS contract that he so desires as well. Hopefully... You can get out to the game at Thunderbird on Saturday. It's a noon kickoff, bit of a weird time. Obviously, scheduling, trying to get the stadium is a little bit tricky at short notice. It's going to be pouring down, not an ideal day as well. But please, if you can, get out to the game. Get on and cheer the guys on. Support the future. These this these guys are the future of the Whitecaps organisation. A lot of them, and it's a historic occasion for the club. Really want the team to do well. The way that the brackets have kind of panned out now, in the Western Conference, the top three seeds are all out. The Whitecaps are now the second highest seeds remaining. Looking at the teams that's left, they're very capable of beating every single team there. And it's not getting too far ahead of ourselves. The Western Conference final is very much on the horizon. USL Championship game is also very much on the horizon. So get along to Thunderbird if you can on Saturday. Tickets are available online. You can also get them at the door if it isn't sold out. And if you're a Whitecaps season ticket holder, everyone got three vouchers for the season that you could use for a WFC2 game. Now, unfortunately, most people have not used those vouchers, so there's still a lot of those vouchers available. So if you haven't used them, call your ticket rep, get them cashed in, get your free ticket for this game on Saturday. Big occasion. I want a full house here at Thunderbird Stadium. Pack it out, stuff the bird, and cheer the Whitecaps on to glory. So anyway, after all that, thanks for listening as always to the podcast. I'm Michael McCall. You can find me on Twitter at AFTN Canada. Read all our stuff online, away from the numbers, AFTN.ca. Most of the Whitecaps beat reporter for MLSsoccer.com and Goal.com, so check out my articles on that. And I'm also the Western Conference reporter for USLsoccer.com. So with the playoffs in full swing, a lot of good stuff coming up on that site as well. 
Now you have noticed again, of course, that I'm flying solo in this episode, no Steve. Now, we've not been as regular with the podcast as we have been. You'll have noticed that as well, I'm pretty sure. And there have been reasons behind it, part of it time, just other commitments, but we're going to have an announcement about the podcast soon. I'm just going to throw that little teaser out. That There's going to be some changes coming. Can't say two more just now, but this change is afoot. More on that later. Watch Twitter for more details. We hope to make the announcement this week, but it looks like we're probably going to make the announcement next week now. But until then, as I said, thanks for listening. Take care. And especially on Saturday at Thunderbird Stadium, Mon the Caps! Going to your first match is an experience you never forget. The atmosphere of what's going on around the pitch looks beautiful and you always look and go, wow, I'd love to play here one day. If you get the bug, it's going to stay with you for life.